Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Okay, I want to do a follow-up from last week's three-part series on the Marxist infiltration in K-12 schools. And this comes again from Vanessa Hurst. She shot me an email along with a 84-page document um, through Google Docs here that highlights the Nelson County City Schools plan of attack, so to speak. They're calling it their uh, priority planning, a community-centered school district, emphasis on the word community and commune. But um, I've gone through the document, and it's pretty, pretty interesting. Here's kind of the big picture with this. If a school district has to create an 84-page document filled with their words and propaganda in order to sell what it is that they're doing, that right there is a huge problem. Because you shouldn't have to sell the acquisition of knowledge. See, this has nothing to do with actual knowledge acquisition, what they're doing here. This has to do with selling propaganda and trying to convince people, again, that where they live needs to be more of a commune. And they and I don't mean that as a joke. They they use the word community so much that I can't help but think of Rush Limbaugh when he said the root word of community is commune. And then the imagery that they use through this particular document makes it look like it's a cult. It makes it look like it's a commune. It's different homes, all sort of. Uh, all sort of stuck together, like little wood homes, old-time wood homes all together, and then buildings that look like prisons, all sort of in the same area, sort of closed off. It's very disturbing. And then the more and more you read throughout this document, they are flat-out crushing the individual thinker and the individual human being. They are not interested in students or teachers being individuals. So much so, in fact, I want to show you, or read rather, a couple of these pages. Page 17 of this document is, uh, states at the very top, Student Leadership Profile, a Community-Centered Schools. What will the future demand? It says, by August of 2019, the Nelson County Schools, in partnership with the community, will share a powerful student leadership profile vision for all students. So again, you have government shaping the future of the individual. Not the individual shaping the future for themselves, but government doing that, and in particular, the school doing that for the child, and essentially doing it again for the family. It says, inspired students that are socially and emotionally engaged and healthy. So the government decides that for them. It says, early college and career experiences to support successful transitions for all students. It says, all high school graduates will experience work-based learning experiences by August 2020 and community partnership and mentorship for all schools and students. And then page 18 is just as alarming, and it says this, quote, the Nelson County Pride Pyramid outlines core experiences for Nelson County students in alignment with the core pride values. These experiences develop a future-ready student that is highly employable within our local, state, and national workforce. And then it continues on by saying this on the very next page. By August of 2020, every student in grades 6 through 12 
will be a part of a student organization and or athletic team. This level of leadership and engagement will provide a social and emotional foundation for students across NCS to grow and create the future together. Here's what this means. They're telling your children, if you're not a part of what we're doing, there's something wrong with you. That you'd better get on board with what we're doing. You'd better be surrounding yourself with lots of different kinds of people who all think exactly the same, and don't you dare think about being an individual because if you do, there's something wrong with you. This is absolutely nuts. This is exactly what a commune does. Again, the only thing that's lacking here is the punch bowl and everybody's lining up to get their Dixie cup filled up with punch. They don't know it's poison, but that's the only thing that seems to be lacking here. The other thing that I thought was interesting is that Vanessa Hurst said this, and this is incredible, actually. She said, quote, uh, A veteran teacher at our school pulled her own, her older two kids out of the school last week, and her younger two will follow at the end of the year. And then she said another mom of four is planning on homeschooling next year. So you have... Teachers who actually teach in the district pulling their own children out of this school district. That is, that is beyond telling as to what goes on within a school district when the employees themselves are basically saying, no, we're not doing this anymore and I'm not going to even subject my own children to what's going on. That's, it's amazing. I think that's fantastic. I mean, it's fantastic that the families are doing this. It's ridiculous that the school district itself doesn't seem to understand what they're actually peddling. But again, it should prove to everybody that they don't care. Here's the other interesting thing. On page 82 of this document, they talk about their financial stewardship, financial forces and trends. And it actually says this, a trend, 10% decrease in enrollment since 2008. And then their goal says, increase enrollment by 10% or more by 2022. That's not going to happen. That isn't going to happen. I don't know of a single school district in America, public school districts such as this, that has had an increase in their enrollment since 2008. I don't know of one. I'm not saying that there aren't some, but a school district like this that's peddling this commune mentality of we're all in this together, we're all in this together, thank you, may I have another, thank you, may I have another. I mean, it's absolutely, it's beyond wild. It's just wild. And their goals are completely ridiculous and totally unreachable. So, again, I, I think that in real time here, you're watching a perfect example of one small school district in one red county in Kentucky just eat themselves alive with their acronyms and their word usage and their community, community, we're all in this together. Everybody get on board. Follow along with me. Say what I say when I say it. This is not education. This is not reading, writing, and arithmetic. This is not learning the truth about the world that we live in. And I could go further, but I mean, they just fill it with propaganda images Global this, global that. We live on a spinning ball. Globe, globe, globe. It's it's really bad. And you're not going to find, it again, another picture in this entire 84-page document of an individual doing something. Everybody's all in groups. They're pushing the group mentality uh, hard 
within this entire district and within this entire document here. So it really is sad. And um, if they were really a school, they would be focusing on literacy. And they would be focusing on comprehension and things of that nature, rather than make sure you're a part of a club. And oh, by the way, if you're not, we're going to cast you out of our commune because you're not, uh, you know, you're not doing what we want you to do. That's an unhealthy environment. But again, when you have teachers within the own within their own school district or within their own schools, and they're pulling their own children out and homeschooling them or sending them to private schools or they're doing their own online education at home that isn't associated with the district, that right there is very telling as to how dangerous a district like this can be. And again, I'm certain that they're not the only one. There's no way that they're the only school district in America that's doing this, that's pushing this communistic approach where everybody has to say the same words at the same time on the same day and everybody has to be on the same page. Again, to come back to the very beginning of this, if you have to create an 84-page document that is intended to indoctrinate the employees first and then the surrounding community members second or vice versa, you're creating something that, that won't last. And you're creating something that's remarkably dangerous. But again, they don't care. They're not interested in the truth and they're not interested in teaching that to any of their students because if they were, they would be leaving their teachers alone. And they would be letting their teachers teach their subject matter and just leave them alone. But that's not, that's not their goal. Their goal is money. Their goal is squeezing people for as much money as they can get and then destroying education by increasing the amount of game playing and communizing that they can possibly do, which is absolutely horrible. But again... Parents and teachers are fighting back, and they're taking the control back within their own families. And that's exactly how you crush districts like this. Now, here's a second story that I wanted to bring up, and this got tossed to me on Gab by Make Deaf Great, at Make Deaf Great. This is an individual in Gahanna, Ohio, in that general area, which is east of Columbus. And it says this. And they, again, hit me up on Gab and sent this my way, and I, I went digging into it, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, this, this is an individual, this is an IT individual who has worked in the city for different groups within the city. Um, and then they started to ask questions as to what was going on within their schools regarding their security system, among other administrative failures, uh, even with their 911 system in Gehanna. And he's, he's experienced nothing but retribution as a result of it. Uh, so it says this, Ohio top six trafficking in U.S. As Ohio IT Systems Administrator security camera surveillance has already been happening since March of 2018 in police and city halls, tapping into school's camera network without parents or school board's permission, tracking your kids using milestone camera systems. And it says, Deaf Ohio IT Systems Administrator shot, pepper sprayed, harassed, and attempted arrest by police department, informing school of police city taping into camera systems, given cease and desist and no trespassing letters to prevent public from knowing. And then he's got, uh, of course, a, a couple of websites here, which uh, I'll dive over to. One of them is makeohiogreat.com. And I'm going to play this quick little audio, and this is him describing how uh, he's been retaliated against as a result of figuring out that 
the city council itself wanted him to set up the security system within their high school and then surveil their students without the knowledge of the people working within the building or the school board itself. Brian Weaver, and this is my story. I was born three months premature at two pounds and wear hearing aids in both ears due to my disability of hard of hearing. I am the former system administrator for the city of Gahanna, and I was terminated in retaliation for opposing city of Gahanna administration of misconduct, lack of accountability, and integrity issue that had been ongoing during my employment of one year, and possibly for the past decade, as I spoke to former employees with the average IT staff of one year during due to ongoing issues. Other two, I observed the 911 police systems going down, and they were not able to send a mass missing child alert due to police administration lack of policy and neglect for 911 dispatcher system. I've inquired of several policies during my employment, such as they wanted me to install the new security camera system. They wanted to view high school live and previous recordings. I inquired if the school board or parents were aware of the police department tapping into the, into the high school. After inquiring, I was excluded from the police security camera meeting in 2018. As of date, I still have not received any of the policies I've inquired during my employment, such as unannounced monthly generator testing, security cameras permission for the high school, and city requests for IT part. IT department work order policies. Also, ongoing lack of policies, taking down 911 dispatch and police system with spilling of drinks on 911 system and ongoing neglect of pit and toolboxes and two-ton jacks on top of computer equipment and exposed battery terminals and police cruisers causing corruption and safety hazards. These ongoing misconduct of 911 dispatchers and police department system has caused frequent outages and corruption of police reports affecting public safety services that are not fully recoverable. So it's just incredible. You have an entire school system, school board, high school that apparently doesn't know or does know and doesn't care that City Hall wanted access to the security cameras to surveil students and staff members on a constant day-in and day-out basis without the knowledge of even the parents, the people who are on camera, et cetera, et cetera. So, wow. I mean, again, if if this is happening in just one town, it's not the only town where it's happening. And why would they want that? Why is it that they would want to surveil minors on camera on a day-in and day-out basis? It raises serious security questions. So ultimately, the battle here is the battle for the safety of your children, 100%. It seems to always be the case, but when your tax dollars are going to individuals and entities within your town or city, and those people are supposed to be protecting children, when in fact, they're certainly doing things that are very suspicious, highly suspect, and not taking everybody's safety and security into into account, then what does that mean? What does that mean they're actually doing? So again, when people get fired uh, for asking questions, that's that's awfully telling of the environment in which that individual is working in and what they actually have planned and what they're actually doing behind the scenes. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless. <music>